You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Now, this is another tricky one, and we have talked about it before. And it's in the news again. I am all for personal responsibility and owning your own mistakes. Case in point, overpaying my insurance premiums by thousands and thousands and thousands for about 10 years because I hadn't checked the fine print. Print. Nobody to blame but me, unfortunately, as much as I tried to squirm and writhe in my own mind. Ultimately, me. I'm the one, it's me. But when it comes to banking scams, I tend to side with John Duffy, the consumer chief executive. He says our consumer protection ecosystem is massively out of step with many jurisdictions we like to compare ourselves to. He says most big banks in the UK are signatories to a voluntary code where they typically refund scam victims for their losses. And he would like to see a similar stance taken by the banks in New Zealand. He says we expect banks here to argue they should not be liable for the customer's perceived mistakes. But the way we see it, right now customers are carrying pretty much all the risk in the fight against scams. The case in point is the story in the New Zealand Herald this morning. You might have seen it already. Um, This was a couple who were duped into sinking nearly half a million dollars into elaborate investment scams. And they argue, this particular one was a Citibank scam, They argue they should get the money refunded because the Citibank scam was known to the New Zealand banking industry and had been for at least a year, and the BNZ should have known about that. In both cases, BNZ was aware the money was not going to a Citibank account, but to another New Zealand bank, which should have been a red flag. They argue BNZ should have known that Citibank does not offer this type of retail investment in New Zealand. Their scam came just months after another 100,000 loss in the same scam. So BNZ should have been on watch for this fraud. And despite BNZ claiming to have state-of-the-art fraud prevention measures, it failed to detect either scam. The victims also claim BNZ had a duty to protect its customers and should therefore take some financial responsibility for the fraudulent losses. So... They make some valid points, I think. And yet, if banks just subsidise you every time an error occurs or a scammer gets past you, they will see it as a victimless crime. It will give them all sorts of encouragement, as if any more were needed. But it's never a victimless crime because someone always has to carry the cost and that someone will not be the shareholders of any of these banks. That someone will be you and me. If scammers see banks reimbursing their customers, it'll just encourage them. Online banking is convenient. And it's what a lot of people do these days. Even if you wanted to see a real person, you would struggle. As banks close bricks and mortar branches and let go of their staff. So where does that leave you if you're not confident of navigating the internet when you have to conduct a financial transaction? And even if you were confident before, reading about these scams is putting the wind up you so you don't know how you can possibly trust 
what is a real message and what is not. I mean, they've gone way beyond the dear esteemed sir. It has come to my attention that you are the cousin of my late father, Prince Humbert Humbert from Nigeria. You know, whatever. It's gone way beyond that. So where do you think the fault lies? How much responsibility for their customers' transactions should a bank have to bear? I would be very interested to hear your views on this one. You're a customer, you've been encouraged into online banking, you find it convenient, you feel pretty confident, but you're wise to the obvious ploys. But scammers are really good at what they do. Really good at what they do. They hone their craft and work it for each community. Should there be a kind of trust fund for people who have been ripped off? If you pass the criteria, the banks can all contribute to this and all take a collective responsibility to ensure they don't have to keep topping up the trust fund each and every time somebody is ripped off. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.